Real quick, let me just start off by saying this is Peter Rosenberg, your forever 24-7 champion, host of the Cheap Heat Podcast. And I want to shout out the Will Wonder Podcast. You know what I wonder? What amazing takes will be given today on this show? Will I ever get the nod, the invite to be a guest on this show? Will I ever feel like coming on the show if I get that invite? We don't know. But you're checking out the Will Wonder Podcast. What is up, everybody? Episode 88 of the Will Wonder Pod. Hope everyone has been doing well. Um, I have a big ask right here at the beginning. We did this last year and we failed. When I say we, I mean I. Okay, but we're a team, so I'll say we. City Weekly, Salt Lake City's City Weekly, is doing their annual best of voting. So best of Utah 2022. I am asking that everyone who enjoys this podcast, those of you who check in every week, those of you who check in from time to time, go to City Weekly site, and I'll have the link in the podcast description. You've seen it if you follow me, uh, follow the pod on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod. But make sure you vote for the Will Wonder Pod for best local podcast. Listen, the goal isn't just to stay local, but for the time being, I want to be the best out here. So, and, you know, going forward after that, obviously. So I need you to go to City Weekly's website, cityweekly.net backslash best of. Uh, And again, that link will be in the podcast description. Make sure you go to that. Vote for the Will Wonder Pod as best local podcast. Now, when you do this, this will be in the media and politics area. There's like different sections that you can vote in. You have to use your email to log in. And also, you have to vote for a minimum 10 different things. So best local podcast, uh, best Utah, best blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a lot of different stuff out there. You just have to vote a minimum of 10 and you're good. So again, I'm going to ask on the next episode, but I wanted to start off asking to vote for the Will Wonder Pod, City Weekly's Best of Utah 2022. Again, link will be in the podcast description. I share the link on the Instagram page at the Will Wonder Pod. All right, it's been two minutes of me begging. So let's get out of that. I appreciate you for listening. Would appreciate you as well to vote. Um, Not a lot really going on in this past uh, week since we last talked. We'll get into some NBA talk. LeBron's extension. (sighs) Two years, uh, man, it's a lot of money. Ninety-seven million. So two years, this year and next. Player option for the third year, but ninety-seven million guaranteed. He's thirty-seven, going on thirty-eight. But with that said, he's still a top, probably five player in the league. So it is what it is. This gives him the possibility of playing with Bronny. That could be a real thing. But I mean, as of right now. I don't know where Bronny sits as like the top high school kids in the country, but it's not a given that he'll be in the NBA. Let's just let's just keep it real. Uh, this also locks in the Lakers with LeBron and AD for a lot of money going forward. I don't think it makes them a top five team in the West by any means. Obviously, they still have Westbrook. Maybe it makes them a seventh or eighth seed if they really focus Unless Darvin Ham can can flip that team, I mean that the additions they had so far don't like stick out to me as something that really 
elevates the team, but maybe Ham gets them to play a different way. So time will tell, but golly, 97 million guaranteed for two more years. Like that's, that's crazy. Uh, what else? Oh, right before I record this report comes out, Kevin Durant rescinds his trade request. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. I'm, I'm over this 1000% KD saying he wants a trade. Uh, it's either him or, or Nash and Marks or, you know, uh, never mind. I don't want to trade. Yes, I do. Okay. Now I don't want to trade. Let's make this thing happen and win a championship here in Brooklyn. I don't know what the hell's going on out there and I don't know what's going on with KD. You know, and if he was to ever hear this, he would say something to me because that's how he is. And I, that's one thing I really do love about him is he doesn't take any shit. Even if he's wrong, he's going to say he's right. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, does Kyrie play the whole year? Does he want to play? I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird, weird situation out there in Brooklyn. The lack of chemistry from what everyone's seen makes it feel like there's no way in hell they're coming out of the East. But with talent like Durant, Irving, Ben Simmons, if he plays, Kyrie, again, if he plays. These are all question marks in the offseason, but it was something to talk about, right? But it looks like everyone's staying. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell's going on over there. Um, that's about it for basketball talk. I am not speaking on the guy who plays here where I'm located in Utah. As I said last week with all the trade rumors to the New York Knicks, I'm not going to talk about it because it just keeps flip-flopping and I'm not talking about it because I give my opinion and then something totally changes. So there you have it. If you're like, oh no, there's other stuff going on in the NBA. Yes, I know not talking about it uh football season we're getting closer next week hoop and chacon will be on to discuss the nfl season preview very excited for that been prepping for that along with school and so like i've been reading a lot of stuff and it uh there's so many moves this off season in the nfl i'm excited for next week episode uh, and just to argue with those guys really well i mean mostly argue with chacon because that's just how it generally turns out um, but with that, with the NFL getting ready to start, fantasy football drafts are going crazy. I had my first one, and I, tr I thought I'd try something different. You know, I usually try to get a decent quarterback. I'm never the one to go for, like, a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen, but I'll try to get, like, the fourth or fifth guy as far as ratings go uh, when it comes to quarterbacks. I waited really, really long before I drafted my first quarterback in this uh, last draft I had. I want to say it was like the 10th or 11th round. I almost waited long, or no, it was even longer than that. I almost waited until the end, and then I told myself, who am I kidding? I I can't have a guy like Marcus Mariota be my quarterback. Like there, there has to be a point where you just say, okay, this isn't what I'm doing. But I did wait a long time, ended up getting Matthew Stafford, uh, and my backup is Carson Wentz, so we'll see how that goes. But Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, uh, Keenan Allen, I went with three really great receivers. Running backs are kind of soft. Um, Damian Harris and Chase Edmonds, as well as Cordell Patterson. We'll see if he can do it again this year. He had a great season last year, fantasy-wise. Uh, also decided to swoop up DeAndre Hopkins because at some point his suspension is over. I believe it's six games, and he's going to be worth a lot in fantasy. So we will see how it goes here. I'll give you updates. I also have three... Don't, don't tell my wife, okay? I have three more fantasy football drafts. Three more. But only two of them are for money. The other one is fun. Shout out to my guy, Tori Tima. 
but there are prizes. Don't get it twisted. There are prizes in that one. Anyways, like I said, next week we'll have the NFL season preview for you. I'm excited. Uh, all goes well. This upcoming Friday, I will be recording with the other side of the beehive. Uh, and that episode will be available Monday. I'll make sure to share that episode with all of you. Always have a good time with those guys. And speaking of the other side of the beehive coming up, I have a very fun interview with Justin from the other side of the beehive. We go into his upbringing. We go into how he got the podcast started, kind of what he wants to do in the future, what it's like for him raising two daughters. I can't imagine in these times what it's like to have two little girls. Uh, But we go into that as well. So excited for you to listen to that. We also play a round of Will Wonder Pod Hurdle. After that, we will be back with another I Wonder. But first, as we do every week, a word from my guy, Dre Rocca. Hey, so I don't got a lot of time. I'm being held hostage right now. I'm listening to other podcasts. I know I had to to sneak away to listen to this one right here. This is really my favorite podcast. But hey, look, if you ever are uh, in need of any other entertainment, uh, look for me. My name is uh, Dre Rocca. Uh, You can follow me at Dre Rocca. That's D-R-E-R-A-O-O. I got to hurry up. A-A-A-O-O. D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A uh, uh, rock.com. Check me out I do a podcast too It's called Unrestricted We do a lot of fun stuff Stop Listen, laugh, love The Unrestricted Podcast with Dre Rocca Available now on Spotify Apple Podcast YouTube Literally anywhere you consume podcast Except SoundCloud Because that's repugnant Oh And drop a 5 star review And receive 10 years good luck Fail to do so and your genitals will fall off. All right, I have a very special guest today. He's a father. He's a recent sneakerhead, but it's becoming quite a bit of a fucking addiction. UFC expert, Utah Jazz fan, San Francisco 49ers fan, germaphobe, but not a bad thing, especially when the fucking pandemic came around. Probably the best thing to be, in all honesty. Uh, co-host of The Other Side of the Beehive and my favorite member of the team at The Other Side of the Beehive, Justin Simmons. Justin, how are you, my friend? Oh, wow. You've done the research on me, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me, my friend. Yeah, thank you. I, I know, uh, you know, I, I've, I've always wanted you to come on, but I know you're busy. Work, yeah. being a dad, and we're going to get into all that. Yo, I, I had a friend reach out to me there. I'm like, yo, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, uh, I'm actually going to do the Will Wonder podcast. So, Oh yeah, pity pa- uh, pity pot, right? <laughs> Said you got your invitation finally, right? I'm like, yeah, I guess I did. So, so no, but I appreciate you having me. But I, I am busy. I am busy, right? Yeah, uh, work, life. Um, I wish it was. Uh, I could just have time to just do this all the time. Yeah, but man, it's just it's this. I hate to say it's not a priority. Yeah, but it's like on the back burner. Well, everything else is in the forefront, right? I mean. You're married, you have a house, you have kids, you have a fucking job that, from what I understand, you're pretty high up in, right, within the company. So, yeah, it makes sense. Until this starts bringing in revenue, why right. wouldn't it be? Right, right. Um, so, you guys just put out your uh, 187th episode by the when this uh, comes out. You would be 187 
Oh, shit. 187. 187 on an undercover cop. Didn't say it. It was Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, not Yo, me. And I quote, <laughs> yeah. 187. <laughs> um, so congratulations on that. You guys also recently just hit 100 subscribers on YouTube, which yeah. is a big accomplishment, which yeah, is very cool. Took three years, but we finally hey, made it, right? Hey. You know, we came late to the game with the YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't a priority. It wasn't a, a huge thing. It was just get the audio out, get the audio yeah. out, and then... I mean, if you've listened to the podcast, you know the story. Uh, Dre pushed the video for us. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Dre for all the help that he's given us. But uh, uh, it feels good to get 100. Yeah. It was like 100,000 or something like that. But you know what? We'll take what we can get. Yeah. And you have to start. I mean, you know, you start at zero. Building 100 organically right. is fucking tough. Right. So right. shout out to you guys on doing that. Uh, we're going to get to the podcast. We're going to get to the podcast. But what I want to do first, I want to let people learn a little bit about you. Because you're more than just... Construction, fart jokes, and sneakers, right? Sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's more to you as a person. Right. So, uh, let's go to your childhood, right? Born and raised here in Utah, is that correct? Yeah, I'm from Syracuse. Right. I grew up in Syracuse, Utah. That's not New York. That's no. Syracuse. Syracuse, yeah. yeah. And when anybody asked where Syracuse is, what is Syracuse? I was like, well, do you know what the Great Salt Lake is? <laughs> yeah, it's that shit hole. <laughs> it basically was my backyard growing yeah. up as a kid, right? Home of R.C. Willie. It is where it started. Of so as a kid, it was close enough to my house that on every Saturday, anybody in the area that knows R.C. Willie's growing up, they did hot dogs yep. and, and sodas yep. on Saturdays, right? So we'd ride our bikes all the way up there and just raid the shit out of the <laughs> hot dogs and soda and just get sick as fuck eating those. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. But, I, uh, yeah, home, I, home of R.C. Willie's. Yeah, I worked at R.C. Willie for six years. Commission sales, right? Right. It was tough. Uh, those hot dogs we called gut bombs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they fuck absolutely. you up. Especially when you'd have them. Every Saturday. Every Saturday. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we were poor, man. Oh, it yeah. The, it was the time to actually get your belly fed, right? Well, yeah, so. go up there, get some hot dogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, mean, I, I don't judge you at all. Uh, but so uh, you have brothers, sisters. Where do you fit? I, I have I have a one younger brother. So I was an only child all the way up till I was seven years old. And okay. Then my brother came along and fucked everything up for everybody. So, <laughs> oh yeah, we've talked yeah, about this, so, right? He, yeah, but shout out to him. Though. Yeah, yeah, so, it's fine now, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 he's fine. But uh, yeah, I was. So I guess you could say I was kind of a. Uh, uh, I had the only child syndrome, and then at seven, when somebody comes along and fucks up your parade, you're like, "Hey, motherfucker, yeah. this is my house." You're so set in your ways. You're Absolutely. the only kid. You get all the cool shit. Absolutely. And now this little fucker comes along. Yeah. And I, I, I've, I've pinned it down. I know why they had him, right? So my parents could be like, yo, we want to go do shit. Oh, so we got this other motherfucker to watch him. And we'll just take off for a few days. Yeah. And he'll be fine. Call the neighbors if something happens, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm hell bent. That's why they had him. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm 10 years older than my, or younger than my brother, right? So imagine when I came around. Oh, wow. He, yeah, he tried to blame, he wasn't the, no, I love my brother to death. He was not the smartest. <laughs> you know, not the sharpest. Oh, uh, I, stealing his mutual, you, you my know, friend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he used to blame shit on me that was impossible for me to do as a baby. I think it's an older brother thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So growing up in Syracuse, uh, what was that like for you? What did you do? You play sports? What, what was like an average day in your childhood like? So where I grew up, uh, it was farmland. Um, there was nobody around. In fact, I go down there now. I was down there about a week or so ago, and it's obviously it's just like everything else here in Utah. Like it's all changed. There's there's new new houses. There's new buildings. There's businesses. It's not it's not the way it used to be, right? Yeah. But when I grew up, there was nobody there. There was nobody around, and so I was I was a latchkey kid. Mm. Like 
bar none. We woke up when we wanted to. We roamed the streets, you know. Yeah. Um, my parents never asked what I was doing. We just were gone. And then it, when the street lights came on, we came home. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had dirt bikes. Wasn't really into sports. I played junior jazz as a kid. Oh, but yeah. But obviously being white and uh, three foot at the time, <laughs> right, it was not not destined to be a pro at that by any means, right, right? right? So basketball was always a passion to me. And then living in the bottoms out by the uh, the lake, there's what we call the marsh areas. Okay. And in the wintertime, they would always freeze. And we would go ice skating out there. So oh, I picked wow. up a love of hockey at that point. Okay. And uh, as I hit into high school, you know, I played on the high school team and uh, enjoyed the shit out of that, right? Obviously a white guy. We talked about the basketball, but I was pretty good at hockey. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a kind of good trade-off. But yeah, man, I, I, I roamed. I, I did what I wanted. I didn't, I, my parents didn't parent me, you know, but I was smart. I wasn't dumb. I didn't get into trouble. So yeah. Um, Things I miss because I see my kids because the times have changed. Now, obviously, I'm a father of, of daughters. Yeah. Way different story, right? But, uh, yeah, I just did whatever the hell I wanted when I wanted. That's fun because, yeah. like, well, you think about that time. It's uh, 80s, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 So it's like, well, number one, there's no social media, internet. Like, what? Nobody had internet, yeah. right? Um, so you had to get out there and play. Yeah. But that And, and especially out there, very, uh, like you said, lower population. So it's probably – your parents feel somewhat okay, like absolutely feel safe with you going out riding your bike, messing around, you know. Yeah, absolutely, you, yo. I, I was telling a friend uh, this story at work the other day, and, and do you know where Syracuse is, right? Yeah, yeah. Way, way out west. As a kid, I would get on my dirt bike with my other buddies. We would ride down the back fields on the west area of the marsh areas, go all the way to Farmington. Holy shit! Park our dirt bikes on the side of I fifteen. <laughs> Run across I-15 <laughs> and go to Lagoon because we had season passes as kid. Yeah. Go to Lagoon all day long till they shut us down, right? We're talking 10, 1030 at night. Wow. I'm 13 years old. Mm -hmm. Get on our bikes and ride all the way back down through the fields. It would take us two, two and a half hours to travel that far. Damn. We did it multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Now that would, you know, oh, no. forget well, about it. First and foremost, I-15 was two lanes. <laughs> yeah, time, yeah, right? exactly. So. Salt, Lake, uh, Salt Lake population was quite a bit uh, smaller in, the, in Utah as a whole. Yeah. So there wasn't, it wasn't, uh, rush hour was nothing. It's funny, my dad moved out of Utah and he comes back from time to time and he's like, I just can't do the traffic. Yeah. He lives in a small <laughs> town, you know, and so he'll leave on Sunday mornings and he'll be like, uh, I'm gonna leave early before traffic hits. I'm like, it's Sunday morning. There's nobody out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I gotta get. I, I can't. I can't fuck around. I gotta get out of here. He leaves at 5 a.m. <laughs> You're crazy. Um, so growing up playing hockey, what position did you play, or, or did you kind of float around? So I was a floater. I would play uh, center or right wing. Okay. I played left wing a little bit more, but it was easier because of where I held my stick. I could. I could play right wing. I was a better shot. Okay. Right side, so. You were getting any any scraps? Any scraps? Well, I got the shit beat out of me. I was, you know, I, I was the little guy. I was fast. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I couldn't hold my own. All the enforcers, the enforcers, they say, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I got my shit beat all the time. Damn. You know, a busted hand um, in, uh, in high school that kind of put a damper on the end of a season for me. But, yeah, I used to get the shit beat out of me, but I loved it. I, I loved it. Was that a was it like a club team or was that for the high school? So you couldn't have uh, you couldn't have a hockey team in high school because they couldn't afford the ice time. Got it. Um, 
love my parents to death. Um, they actually forked the money over for me to play hockey every year. And it was probably about $2,800. Holy shit. <clears throat> and we're talking in the nineties. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, that's, so, yeah. so, and they would break it up for you. But on top of the fact that my pads were, I mean, hockey pads are not cheap. A good pair of skates were four or $500. Right. Yeah. So we're a few thousand dollars in pads and then hockey, hockey time, what they call ice time is what it is. So uh. the school wouldn't front that. So it was considered a club, but it was through the high school I went Got to. It. I went to Clearfield High. Okay. So, and the majority of the schools are like that. And I think they're still like that because it's such an expensive sport. So. Yeah. Man, did you, uh, so playing hockey was your, in high school anyways, was your, your goal to play after high school or was I, it just something that you enjoyed doing? I was going to play for the Grizzlies. There you go. <clears throat> I was going to go play for Weber State. Yeah. That was my dream was to make the Weber State team. And then move on professionally. And uh, girls and pot got in the way. <laughs> Tale as old as time, yeah, my dude, brother. Dude, <laughs> girls and pot. And I, I did. And just, it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> do I have any regrets? No. Yeah, no, yeah. I had a great time. I enjoyed my my teen life. But when I look back at it, I was like, man, you got, might have fucked up there, buddy. Yeah. Might have fucked up. Did you, um, did you, so you graduate high school. Hockey's kind of over. Do you still play it though from time to time? You ever get mm, once we got out of high school, it was a few drop-in games here, but it's uh -huh. been many, many years. And, and and I get the itch and I have old friends that uh, you know, uh Sarge, shout oh, out yeah. to Sarge IGY six twenty two. We played hockey together in high school. Oh no shit. He got he's okay. got plays for the Utah Warriors mm. and uh he does drop-in games, senior games they plot they call Ooh, them now, that's right? Nice. Yeah. yeah. So um, I get the itch. I want to go do it again. But uh, again, just, just so much going on. Time. It's hard to fit everything in, you know. Um, I told you when I got here, my wife works nights. Yeah. So I play Mr. Mom at yeah. night. So it's, uh, it's I got I to gotta pick my timing right. So, right. Yeah. right. Yeah, that makes sense. So high school ends. You go to college. You just go straight into work. What does that look like? So, um, <clears throat> again, the... Uh, the extracurricular activities that I was partaking in um, kind of kept me away from college, right? In okay. fact, I, I'll just shoot you straight. I, I was kicked out of my high school. Um, oh, okay. Because uh, I had uh, I had some drugs on me mm. in high school, and they basically told me, they're like, hey, bud, um, in order for you to come back, we'll let you come back to high school, but you need to pass a drug test. And it was like my senior year, Damn. I got kicked out. They took all my credits from my senior year. Holy shit. Away from me. And it was basically, well, here's my option. I go to an alternate school. Yeah. And you can build credits for the stupidest shit I've ever heard, right? <laughs> like, I, I swear to God, at one point there was, hey, if you're an underage kid and you're smoking cigarettes, if you quit smoking cigarettes, we'll Boom. give you two credits. There you go. Right? Yeah. Fill out this packet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I went to an alternate school. Okay. I did a GED. I got four credits for that, and I was able to graduate with, wow. the, with the credits I got. So I actually graduated before my class. Oh, there you go. But at that point, it was like, well, I had a job. So I got into uh, traffic control. I, it's, a, it's a craziest story. Uh, and anybody that doesn't know, traffic control is, you ever see the guys that are shutting down the lanes or closing the roads? Mm -hmm. Uh, they have the barrels on the freeway, the cones in the road. Oh, the yeah, guys yeah. that actually set that stuff yeah. up. Yeah. <clears throat> I went to, um, I got kicked out of school and I was told you need to get, the judge told me you've got to find a job. What kind of, 
was this just weed or was this some hardcore shit? To get- I, had a, I had a lot of weed on me. When okay, I, when okay, I lo- okay, large amount. Yeah, okay, so, I was gonna and, say, God yeah, damn, what are you? So- <laughs> got rocks on you, or you would have <laughs> no, you would have been able to talk about that last I, album? <laughs> I, I, I have only I've, I've only dabbled in that. Okay. many 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 years ago, right? Okay, got you. Um, so uh, the judge says, "Hey, you got to get yourself a job." So um, somebody gave me the brilliant idea of, "Hey, you should go to the LDS job services because they'll hook you up with a job." I'm like, I don't go to church. Yeah, you're like, I just got. <laughs> kicked out for having a weed. Yeah, well, look at me. <laughs> yeah. I have piercings all over my face. My shirt says, fuck off. Yeah. You can't see my, I have Jinkos on for God's sakes, right? <laughs> my, may want to change your shirt before you go. Yeah, no, I didn't care. <laughs> so um, I went to this LDS job service and the first question they asked me, like, well, uh, so what ward are you from? I'm a ward. Yeah. What is that? Well, who's your bishop? I says, well, the neighbor's the bishop. I know that guy, but... I, and so, but they were, they were kind enough to say, well, sit down and let's see what we can do for you. Yeah. And I scrolled through this thing and there was a job that said traffic control. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Am I going to direct planes? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That sounds yeah. great. Right. I'll get stoned out of my mind and direct airplanes. That sounds great. So I go there. Not at all what I thought it was going to yeah. be. Right. And, uh, this company gave me a chance. I had no experience. And for 20 years of my life, I did that. Wow. That is what got me into the construction industry. Right. Okay. Was uh and and I dabbled back and forth between a few things because it's construction's tough in Utah in the winter time, right? Oh, gotta take I the can't it, imagine a, a lot of companies lay people off. They take the winter off, and yeah. so um, I dabbled a few things. You know, I worked for Pacific Corps, the power company. Mm. I did home theaters for a little bit and some oh, things okay. like that. But the majority of my twenty years in in the construction was working on traffic control, and and I would move up and and. Uh, you know, I became a foreman and a couple other things at different companies, but uh, that's basically what started me for this this whole journey I've been on in my careers. Wow, twenty years—that's that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, so, so I want to—I want to kind of—we might bounce around a little bit. I'm sorry if I'm going ahead. No, 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 that's no, me. no, hell no, no. That's <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, but twenty years—that's a long time to be in any type of work. Right. right, to stick in one uh, one thing. I'm sure uh, you know. You guys always say company one, company two. So I know you've worked for different companies, right? right? right. But um, you've you've obviously moved up, and and you have a very, uh, from what I understand, right, a pretty important role at the company you're at, which is awesome. Thinking about you got kicked out of fucking school for having yeah. weed, and you had a shirt that said "fuck you" on it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. I'm, uh, <clears throat> it it really was. It's been an interesting journey. Um, no matter what. Um. I was, uh, just to take me back at at 14 years old, growing up where I grew up, uh, there was a farmer down the road that used to hire all the teenage kids. Mm. And during the summertime, he would hire all the kids. We would make $4 and 25 cents an hour. And we would put, we would pick vegetables. Now, do you remember Condi salad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the vegetables that we picked. Wow. So it was the lettuce, the cabbage, the cucumbers, the the carrots. We would pick all that stuff, right, in a, in a high-manufactured plant, 100 degrees, 14 years old, you know, and, and, and all the bad habits I learned was from the farm, right? <laughs> We'd drink beer, it, you know, got awful ages, but yeah. um, I always went to work. I worked hard. Yeah. I never called in sick, and I never gave up. Mm. And I always looked at that opportunity that they gave me to say, no matter what I do career-wise, it will always be better than that job because oh. that job was the worst job I ever had, <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah. I loved it because it built so much uh, character to me. Oh, yeah. So um, 
But, but yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> the 20 years uh, going through the traffic control. And then I kind of went outside myself. I applied for some positions at work and, you know, I kind of uh, jumped into a, a different spot at this company one. I'd been there five years. We're not, we're not going to say any names. Yeah, 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 yeah. just was something we just don't do, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've said enough bad stuff on, on podcasts <laughs> to probably get my ass in trouble. So, but I applied for something completely out of my element. Again, I'm, I'm not dumb. Yeah. I know the construction industry. I'm a hard worker and I'm dedicated, you know, and they gave me a chance. Yeah. Completely different from what I do. And then I worked there for a couple of years and then I took a leap of faith and applied for a job I should have never got. And I absolutely crush it. Nice. I kill it. I'm yeah. the, uh, I'm a scheduling manager for about 170 individuals. Wow. And about 250 pieces of equipment that move around every single day. Jeez. Yeah. So you're constantly busy then, I'd assume. Every day. Like, is it, is it, and it's not even just regular work hours, right? Is it? No, it's, so the, the office hours are, you know, seven, okay. seven to five. Um, but the phone's always on me. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see me peer and see if uh, anybody's Two phones, calling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, it's such a, it's such a demanding job that you do it every other week. Mm. So you have, you have two people that do the same job. Um, wow. I'm the senior scheduler. I have an assistant and, uh, I'll do it for one week. He does it for the next week. Cause if you did this job every single day, you would bash your face into a brick wall. Yeah. It's just so demanding. And Too much. that, that, that week off gives you a break, you know, to kind of go out and about and, and just, uh, shoot the shit with all the employees and mm. just, you know, be that face out there where, you know, we never see management or anything like that, but yeah, you know, we, we break that, uh, break that, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That, like uh, stigma. That stigma, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you guys talk about that on the podcast now that uh, Angel's working for the same company. Yeah. He talks I, about how I, when you show up, people kind of, some people, from what it seems like. You tell some stories where I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's back up just a little bit. So you're married. How long have you been married? Uh, 11 years. Wow. That's 11 awesome. years we've been together for 15 years. Okay. How'd you guys meet? Yahoopersonals.com. Oh, shit. Yeah, way back before, like, dating before apps Before dating shit. apps, yeah. But it was, like, uh, Yahoo Personals. Like, everybody had a whatever, yeah. Yahoo.com, right? Yeah. And you could just go down and slow down to the personals, and it was just people in your area. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I just clicked on it, and I'm like, hey, you want to get up? And uh, I swear to God, after a week or two, she she moved in with me. And Damn. Yeah. So you just knew. What was your uh, profile picture like? Or you- uh, the same asshole that got arrested for, <laughs> for having pot. You know, I used to have the spiked up hair, oh, okay. right? the big gauge earrings. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did it right. So when I pulled them out, you really can't tell. But I used to have big gauges in my ears. Yeah. Uh, I was that guy. Okay. Hemp necklaces and shit like that. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Carried a skateboard everywhere. I haven't I thought about hemp necklaces in so long. Right? Yeah. Right? The okay. big, remember the big, uh, like, chrome beads? Oh, yeah. The hemp necklaces? Oh, yeah. yeah. I rocked the shit out of those, You man. You sound just like a neighbor I had out there in Magna who rode a skateboard. It's like, that's him to a T. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so, okay, man, a week, you guys move in together. You, uh, a couple years later, you get married. Yeah. Uh, how old are you? You have well, two daughters. How, so oh, so we, we actually had, uh, we lived together. <clears throat> we had, uh, ne- we'd never used, uh, protection. Oh, okay. And for years and years and years, it was like just never, never a problem. Right. Wow. We decided that, um, there was some rough times 
uh, just like every relationship has. And we took a break from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I went and moved out of state. I went to not out of state, but I was in, uh, St. George doing traffic control. Oh, okay. Um, working on a big project up there. And then, um, after about a year of being separated, she hits me up and I'm like, yeah, we should just come down to Vegas and we'll, uh, you know, we can go party down there. Oh shit. Got her pregnant during that weekend. Right. (laughs) Uh, so, um, <laughs> soon after, you know, we, we had our first, we had our first daughter uh-huh. and then, uh, we got married, uh, shortly after that, we had a bastard child. This better, <laughs> said, we better go get married right yeah, here. Yeah. Her Mormon family was very proud that their oh, daughter I'm sure was they the, just were. Yeah. Very happy. We eloped in Vegas, right? Oh at, shit. At the chapel of the bells. Um, that same yeah, time um, or later? No, it was, okay. it was later. Oh, after the, after, yeah, your was daughter after was my daughter. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember National Lampoon's oh, Vegas vacation? One thousand percent. Where yeah. they where they renew their vows? Yeah, yeah, that same That's chapel. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a, it's a liquor store parking lot. Oh my god! So and it was done. We got married on eleven, eleven, eleven. Oh, um, and just you know, I thought, well, I better figure it out so I can remember it. So yeah, let's do yeah, something no really doubt. fucking easy for me, yeah. right? So we brought her family, and they were proud of her <laughs> with her bastard child. Yeah. <laughs> Did they, did, uh, and obviously this is getting into relationships and such, but did they like you prior to that? They hated me. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah they hated okay. me. They okay, hated yeah. me. I destroyed their daughters. You know, she's quite a bit younger than I am. Okay. Um, but, uh, they hated me, but they, I think they've grown to like me. Yeah. Now. yeah. That's good. Yeah. So you, I can't imagine. All right. So you take a break. Bam. Uh, that night. Hang it, out. That night. Baby. She's pregnant. I always like to ask parents. So when that baby is born, what were you thinking in that moment? Do you remember? Um, I didn't know what to think. I was 30 at that point. You know, I didn't have kids. I didn't get married or anything until I was 30 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, So all the dumb shit I had done in the past and growing up, I had kind of let aside. So I was pretty responsible. Okay. Now, I had, I had had, if I had had a kid in my late teens, my early 20s, probably a different story, right? Right, right. But um, uh, it's so cliche to say, but it was like at that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what they all talk about. Yeah. This is that um, unconditional love. Yep. And where you love something more than you've ever loved it before. And it changed my whole outlook on my life, mm-hmm. my wife's life, and my child's life as well. Yeah. You know, now I had a reason to, you know, now I bitched and moaned about going to work. Now I have a reason to go to work. Yep. So um, that really put me on the straight and narrow as far as um, accomplishing goals that I wanted to at that point, right? Yeah. So. That's awesome. I remember my dad telling me, leading up to my son being born, and, you know, he would say stuff like, um, everything's going to change. Yeah. And you, when you hear that prior to your child, you're like, man, I know I can't be out drinking. I know I can't do this. Money's going to be a little tighter, what have you. But but it's you can't explain it to somebody until they have that kid. Mm-hmm. Every fucking thing changes. So I know exactly what you mean, uh, but I always like to ask parents that because yeah. it's, it almost gives me the chills to think about it. Yeah. It really is. It was absolutely life-changing. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So you have your first daughter. How much longer until you you guys have your second so we, uh, we were living in an apartment at that time and, uh, it was about three, <clears throat> about three years, a little over three years later, um, that we decided let's go to Wendover. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking Nevada. Yeah. Every you, time, you dude. I'm telling you what, 
So, so fertile now, in Nevada. Yeah. So we went to Nevada. We went to Wendover for an overnighter. Lo and behold, she's pregnant. So we we've got we've got a, a deal now that when we go through Nevada, she sits in the back seat. We don't touch each other. We don't stop. Yeah. No kissing. None of that but, shit. But uh, yeah, they're just they're about four years apart. Okay. So. Um, bond, you know, we, we, we just, they wish they were a little bit closer in age, but uh-huh. you know, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Two daughters, yeah. you know, um, one's very, very girly, mm-hmm. very girly. And it's odd to me because I'm, um, I didn't have a sister or anything yeah. like that growing up. So I know nothing about girls. Right. My wife, you could say, is uh, she's a tomboy. Okay, she's into doesn't mind getting muddy when we go riding. She's just just all about that. She is so far away from girly; it's not even funny. Yeah, our oldest daughter is just what she is. Mm. The other one, on the other hand, she is she's the hellion, right? She's the redhead of the family, Uh and she is not about being prissy or anything (laughs) like that. She's she likes to watch jujitsu with dad. She's oh, in the UFC. Okay. She's all about that stuff. So it's 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 crazy. They're they're different personalities of the kids, right? Yeah. So that's awesome. What uh I mean, I have friends that have daughters, right? I only have my son. But only. He's a fucking handful. But <laughs> as far as like, you know, being a male, understanding how the male mind works and understanding that you have these daughters that at some point are gonna be teenagers. Be tw- in their twenties, go. You know what I mean. How do you battle that in your head? I ask my friends this all the time, and I get funny answers, and I get very, very, very serious answers. But how? Wh- I don't. I guess I don't know, even know how to really frame the question. But how do you and you mentally prepare yourself, but also prepare them? I I get what you're saying because it's uh it's an everyday battle for me in my mind. You know, I I stress about it. Yeah. Um. Every time I see a horrible story mm. on Facebook or the news or whatever it is about a a young woman, you know that, um, or, or just just uh, we don't even go down that path. But everybody knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's my biggest fear. Yeah. It's any parent's biggest fear to say, "Hey, your kid's missing" or whatever. Yep. Um, and, but as a as a boy, I was like, I can handle my shit, right? Yeah. As a girl, they're very timid. You know, they're, um, I don't know their mindset because I'm, uh, again, I, I lived in a completely different world, but I, right. I hate to be that guy, but I feel like we're almost there where we're a little overbearing. Mm. And I don't want my daughters to be those rebellious ones yeah. when they grow older, but I also don't want to just, you know, turn an eye to anything that could possibly go on. My kids don't have iPads. Mm. <clears throat> they do um, on the weekends. They're allowed an iPad. Okay. Uh, there's no internet on it. They mm. get the Netflix and that's it. We don't we do not do that that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. We monitor our kids on what they watch. And, and I, I'm, we're pretty, we're, we're fr- freelancers, but I'm, I, I'm so worried about when they, because I know they talk to friends, especially my older one. Sure. They're talking to friends and it's like, well, so-and-so has a phone and, you know, she gets on Facebook and this, and I'm just like, yeah. My God, dude! This this world right now—it's my—it's my biggest fear right now—is mm-hmm. for for them growing older and what they have to deal with. Yeah, as women, right? Oh, absolutely! It's a—it's a the the world is such an amazing and at the same time such a fucked up place, yeah. you know. So I I uh, 
I empathize with you to a degree. Obviously, I have a son, but at the same time, I want to protect him from things yeah, as absolutely. well. But you just you just know how people think at times, right? Especially as a uh, you were a young man out there smoking pot and doing crazy shit, right? So you try to protect them, and at the same time, walk that fine line to where you said they don't rebel against you later. But hopefully, that you just arm them with the right shit to yep. go out there and just. Yep. Be good and and talking about it now, you know, mm. letting them know. You know, I know what you're gonna do. My, my parents were the same way. <clears throat> you're gonna go out and drink. Yeah, we're not. You know, there's nothing we can do. We can't stop you. Yeah, we're not gonna be those parents that are gonna lock you in your room. But just prepare them and let them know. You know, yeah. hey, you might go out and drink, but probably don't put yourself in a situation where you're one on one with a guy after you've been drinking. No doubt, be with all of your friends. And yeah. you know, if obviously be open enough to yo call us. Yes. Don't rip your ass. We're not going to get mad. Yeah. You know, I might laugh at you and, and give you a stern talking to, but I'm not going to get mad. Yeah. But uh, that it's the people that that um, harbor their kids so much that are the most rebellious people. When I was growing up, some of the girls that were the worst were the bishop's, bishop's daughter. God damn it. Right? I was thinking the exact and, same thing. And yeah. they were. And it was it was the people that they were so rebellious and they were the worst ones. And you look back at it now, you're like, oh, that didn't go right. Yeah. So. Yep. I'm right there with you. Uh, all right. We'll, 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 we'll get out of the heavy talk, right? The parent. The, but uh, we're going to get into some fun shit now. <laughs> but it's very important because I want people to get to know you. Because I always plug your guys' shit, right? Always. My dad yeah. loves your guys' show. He <clears throat> jokes. He lives in Idaho now. He jokes about he wants to start a podcast called The Other Side of the Potato. <laughs> so, but you know what I mean? So he uh, people know you from uh, this show, but I want them to get to know you. Right. right? I did the same thing with Angel, talking about him coming coming to America. <laughs> I'm glad you stopped and yeah. then you rerouted your conversation. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were going a different direction right here. No, so. no, but we're gonna we're gonna have fun though. Uh, let's get into the other side of the beehive. So I've heard it from Angel's perspective on how this started, but from you tell me. Grab a beer. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who don't know, obviously, out of the other side of the beehive, I've been a guest a couple times. I'm coming on at the end of the month. Uh, if you didn't know that, Justin, it's been scheduled on your guys's calendar that goes out a week. Uh, up to all right, fucking two weeks. Put it on there. Um, but it's a very fun podcast where it's just you guys. Sometimes you have guests, sometimes you don't. But shooting the shit, talking about. Uh, recently sneakers a lot, uh, but a lot of other fun things, right? And it's just, it's just a funny, like if you're just sitting in the room with your friends, busting each other's balls, that's kind of what it feels like when you're watching it. So I'm, I'm glad you say that. That was, that was the number one goal Mm. when we started the podcast. Um, before the podcasting endeavor, you know, um, Angel, uh, we worked at a company together, construction company. Mm-hmm. I was his, uh, what you could call a uh, <clears throat> project coordinator. He okay. was a foreman. And so we worked daily. You know, I would help him out with what he needed. And we got to know each other really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say we were friends uh, in the years that we worked together. Um, but later on, you know, we, we kind of reconnected through social media and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to watch the fights. One thing you know about me is I'm, anytime there's fights on, I'm always watching. Oh, them. yeah. Everybody's uh, uh, invited to my house to come watch the fights. You know, bring bring your own beer. That's all that I ask, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> Angel came over and um, obviously Joe Rogan, commentator, right? Yep. And the question got asked, you ever listen to Joe Rogan Experience? And I says, Oh, dude, I, I listened to the podcast. Uh, I listened to that one. 
And then there's one other one, mm. and, and we'll get to that one. <clears throat> and he's like, oh, I've never heard of that one, right? Um, I says, yeah, I'm really into podcasts. Um, after the booze starts going down, right, we start <laughs> shooting the shit. It's like, oh, yeah, we would do this, or we would do this, and we would do this on mm. our podcast, or how about this? End of night, right? We do it again. The conversation gets brought up again at the fights, you know. What do you think about it? And I says, we can try it. I don't know anything about it. I don't know what equipment to buy. I don't know how to load anything. I don't know anything. And Angel is as clueless as I am. Two guys that have no idea about media (laughs) or anything like that. I could barely watch a video. If if you don't know, I'm not very social media savvy. It's it's just not my forte, right? But uh, we... uh, we just we did we took a leap of faith. Um, there's a there's a podcast called The Fighter and the Kid, mm. and uh, <clears throat> it's been one of my favorite podcasts for for many many years. Uh, Brendan Schaub, mm-hmm. who is an ex UFC fighter, and Brian Callen, uh, Mad TV comic. Oh yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that we copied them, but they were our biggest influence when it came to the style of podcast we wanted, mm-hmm. and. When we when we sat down and listened to it, we both had the. Don't you feel like you're just in the room and they're just bullshitting? Yep. And <clears throat> we realized that when we were watching fights and there was people around, we would joke back and forth and people would laugh. Yeah. And so that was kind of the the basis of well, we should just do this all the time, just sit down and bullshit. And I bought, I think I bought like a five hundred dollar kit. Mm. off of uh, Amazon. Yeah. I had no idea what I was buying. Uh, Angel bought a MacBook Pro, mm. and we started using GarageBand yep. to start uploading it because it's all we knew, right? Yeah. So um, after we got the kit and put everything together, we realized there's better programs and stuff to use it from. But for the first maybe 10 episodes that we put out. Mm-hmm. It was all done through GarageBand. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of got the hang of it. And, boy, it's grown. You know, we started in my house, in yeah. my basement. We realized this isn't going to work. My family's <laughs> held hostage. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't rooms, work. Yeah. So we found a studio, and, you know, we've been there for, for three years now. We've been doing this for over three years. God damn. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Angel. Um, I mean, I... As much as I love the podcast, um, there's a different level to Angel's love, Mm -hmm. right? And I've I've always said this, that he is the force that drives the podcast. So when people say that I'm the co-host, I'm fine with that because I feel like Angel's the host of the other side of the Mm beehive. If I was to walk outside and get run over... Angel could continue the other side of the beehive. I hope he wouldn't because I'll sue the shit out of him in my afterlife, right? Come back and haunt his ass. But, but <laughs> yeah. the guy is so dedicated, and yeah. he has made it because you you know there's weeks that I miss. You know, yeah. I, I have a family. Yeah, uh, We do like to travel, and sometimes it just works out where, you know, I'm going to be gone. And that guy pushes forward and records every single week, 186 weeks. It's incredible. Right? Uh, straight. Yeah. Never missed Never one. missed. So, um, we've, uh, we've done some, uh, conquered some things that we didn't think we would. I mean, we did a podcast in wise guys Mm. with the owner in wise guys. You know, we had, uh, DB and big Buddha. Oh yeah. You know, we, we've had a lot of really interesting people. And the biggest thing for me is I've met a lot of cool people. Mm -hmm. You know, it is, it is, it's, it's opened up our friend circle to, uh, I mean, I, I, 
if I ever need help, I have, I have way more options than I ever had. No doubt. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been a ride, my friend. It's been yeah. a ride. And I, I mean, I look forward to you guys every Monday, right? I wake up early on, on Mondays. I do my workout. Usually my son and my wife are still sleeping when I'm done and I just start the podcast. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I know there's other, a lot of people that are out there that are like that, maybe not working out. You know what I mean? Some people don't take their health as seriously, but they wake up and watch your shit. So that's very cool uh, that, I mean, like you said, Angel's always there, yeah. always doing it. Yeah. What, what, uh, I know he has a trip coming up. Is the plan to record a couple? Or? I told, I told him, go on your trip. There you go. Let me do this one. Okay. You know, I don't do a lot of podcasts by myself. I mean, I recorded a, an episode with, uh, the damage plan guys, you know, yeah. I hosted an episode there. I've done a couple here and there, but I don't do a lot without him. Yeah. Uh, which I, you know, he, he feeds me all the time. He's like, dude, you need to start your own thing. You got to get going on your own thing. And there's, there's talks, there's, mm-hmm. there's things in the work. Right. But I, I don't really, uh, he's my partner in crime, right? Yeah. When he pods, I pod. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, what's the, what's the bad boy? We, we pod together. We <laughs> Ride together. Yeah. Or Angel's die, die screaming together. right now because yeah. he knows what it is. Fucking loves that <laughs> it's movie. Worst fucking movie ever. <laughs> Sorry. Bad Boys 2 is okay, though. Ah, they're all no, trash. They're all trash. Damn. All anyway, right. Okay, go ahead. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, love the podcast. Obviously, I'll have a, a link in the description, but I've shared it so many times that I think a majority of the I, people that listen it, to this know your guys' and, shit. And we appreciate your support. I mean, yeah. um, if, if, when we started this, you know, when we start to get uh, the friends that we have, mm-hmm. you know, we always have made a point to push their episodes and, yeah. and get everybody familiar with everybody else. The, the beauty part about podcasting is there's no competition, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you like this, well, you might like this, right? Yeah. And it's not like we're a radio spot where it's this morning show and this morning exactly. show and both at 7 a.m. and we have to compete for listeners. No, I'll listen to this one. And when I'm done, I'll listen to this one, yeah. right? Um, that's the beauty part about this whole thing. And- We've had a lot of friends along the way that have boosted us. And then, you know, I feel like we've have kind of pushed theirs and pushed theirs and mm-hmm. it's died by. But you and Dre have been two of our biggest supporters. And, yeah. and we can't thank you guys enough, right? Well, f- for sure. I mean, you you guys brought me on so early in my podcast tenure, right? Uh, I'm This will be episode 88, right? 88 weeks straight. Uh, damn, I've been doing man. it. Yeah. So it's like, but you guys brought me on relatively early. I, I remember you were out of town. Uh, and me and uh, my friend Sebastian had come on. Yeah. And it was early, right? And you guys have had me back and, and continual support. And, that, and that's one thing I love about people that I've been able to meet and work with in the podcast. You know, we, we call it the pod immunity. Some people aren't necessarily as, um, I don't want to say supportive because, again, maybe social media isn't their thing. Right. But they always are right. down to help. And, and, and it's, it is a community of people that, like, I need something. Or like a guest falls through, oh, I can call Dre. Dre's yeah. down. I can call Angel. Whatever the case may be, you know. Right. So it's a it's a cool thing that we're building here. And you guys, honestly, the the you and Dre the forefront of it, right? Because Dre introduced me to it years ago when I was DJing and I first met him. But then I remember you guys early before I even started mine. I was watching your guys' shit. Nice. So, nice. yeah, you talked about Angel saying, you know, you need to start your own thing. You need to. You need to do it. Now, you don't have to tell me if you don't want. I'm assuming, just knowing you from what I've learned about you in the times that we've been around each other, is it geared towards UFC, MMA? Is that what you would like to do? That's the, that, was, that was what started my love for podcasting. 
Okay. Joe Rogan would have MMA fighters on it. Yeah. Uh, not it, and uh, outside of UFC, everybody says UFC, right? I'm an MMA fan. Yeah. There you go. And I'm a I'm a huge jujitsu fan, right? Mm. And he would have like legendary jujitsu guys, like you know, Crone Gracie, Hoist Gracie, yeah. you know, Rickson Gracie, all of the greats, right? Um, um, the Machados, you yeah. know, and that's what really brought me into this. Oh, I can, wa- I can just listen to a conversation. I have to watch something corny ass on TV. Yeah. That's what brought me to the love of podcasting was the sport of MMA and things like that. And then obviously the fighter and the kid kind of drew me in because he was an ex UFC fighter and they, they had a lot of guests like that. So mm-hmm. it, when we started this, that was my passion. I said, yeah. well, this is where it's going to lead. Right. Obviously angels, not, He's not. He he likes him. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like his passion, right? Yeah, it's not his thing. Um, So, um, for many years, and uh, don't kill me for not pulling a trigger, but I'm. I've always said I want to do it when it's the right time. Mm -hmm. I want to do it when I can dedicate more time to this than I do the other side of the beehive. Now, I, I, I haven't missed in a while. Yeah. You know, and I'm really good. If I'm not out of town, I'm always there. I don't just say, hey, I'm not podding today, and I right, sit at right. home. If I'm out of town, I'll miss the podcast. If I'm home, I'm podding, right? Yeah. So I've always said I just want to do it right. Um, I have a name. I have a kind of a... Um, a plan of attack, the way okay. that I want to do this. I want to do it so different than any other MMA podcast. There's hundreds of them out there. Sure. Some of them are good. Some of them are great. Some of them are just dog shit. <laughs> yeah. With, like with, ed- with yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? With everything. Um, the uh, the guys from Damage Plan, my favorite podcast here in Utah, local podcast. Yeah. If you have not listened to the Damage Plan podcast, you've got to listen to it. These guys are for- first and foremost um, – they support local MMA, which I, I have a huge passion for, right? Mm-hmm. And they've been, you know, they chomp at the bit as well. When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? I hear it from everybody, yeah. right? But um, I, I, I'm getting there. I'm getting ready to pull the trigger. Um, I've, I've worked on a few things that kind of in the background, but mm-hmm. uh, soon enough, it's coming. Soon enough. Just trying to get it right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and again, I just, I just want to make sure I'm 100% dedicated because I don't want to come out of the – out of the gates blazing and then die down. Yeah. Right. I, I know how this works now. I've done it enough times. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm not a dummy to it. I know that if you are not consistent, it'll just fall on its face. Right. Exactly. And the thing that I struggle with the most is I'm not social media savvy. I don't put, hey, just got done eating a steak sandwich today. How does everybody feel? And check out my shoes. And, you know, uh, yeah. what's, what did your, did your mom beat you with a paddle or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corny shit. I just, I'm just, that's just not me, right? Yeah. I have a hard time putting myself out there. Yeah. I'm 100% very uh, uh, held back. And it's, it's my biggest, it's my biggest holdback. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm getting there. And I promise it's coming. Yeah. I promise it's coming. I'm just waiting for the right time. So. Yeah. Well, you know you have, uh, like like you had already stated, but you know you have help and people that are willing to help. So if there's anything I can do to help out with it, just let me know. Because, I, I mean, this podcast, it's interviews, music, sports, but sports, NBA, NFL, college basketball, a little bit of college football, that's where it stops. So I, I'm, I am 1,000% down to help you with any MMA stuff. If you ever need some MMA help, you ever yeah. have a, a segment you ever or just want to call, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I've uh, – 
MMA has been that one thing for me that I've never stopped following. I can tell you the very first fight I've ever watched that changed my life. Mm. Um, UFC eight. This was in wow. 90. I want to say 96 maybe. So I was 15 years old. Okay. Um, Gary Goodrich. If anybody's listening to this, it, it's a very fast fight. And if you watch this, and maybe people are doled down now because of what we see, but look up Gary Goodrich versus Paul Herrera. Mm. Um, <clears throat> did you grow up here? Yeah. Do you remember movie buffs? Oh, 1,000%. <clears throat> so back in the day of movie buffs, there was the the hidden room, right? Yeah, the curtain. Had the curtains, right? Or beads. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the beads. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it was in the one in Clearfield, yeah. right? So I had a buddy that had an older brother that would go in there and he would we would get faces of death. Oh, Jesus. Right? Yeah. And the UFCs. Mm. So he'd go, hey, you guys should watch this. This is pretty cool. It was UFC 8. Uh-huh. I want to say I was there from number one, but I wasn't. Right. Right. right? So um, it's not like my parents were going to let me buy pay-per-views on UFC because oh. at the time it was it was cockfighting, right? Yeah. yeah. Cockfighting. Oh, yeah. That's, what, that's what they said. So uh, we put this in and Gary Goodrich gets uh, Paul Herrera into kind of a crucifix. Mm-hmm. And he's laying on his side, and his head is here. And Gary Goodrich takes his elbow and his knee and starts crushing this guy's head. God damn. At the time, I thought I had just watched the first human. Because the faces of death I knew were fake, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I thought I had just watched somebody kill yeah. another human being. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, not, not to sound sick, because let me elaborate. <laughs> It sparked an interest in me because I thought to myself, well, he got up and he's okay, but it, it did that, that, oh my God, what just happened? Right. But then I got thinking to myself, well, how do you get out of that? Mm. What's the next step to get out of that? How does a guy get out of that spot yeah. and turn it around, right? So it really sparked my interest on, well, I want to see more of that. And since that point, I mean, I've I've been to Pride FC events. That was my jam. Mm. I was more of a Pride guy than I was a, yeah. a UFC guy. But uh, yeah, I've uh, I, I never miss them. I wouldn't say I'm a, a knowledge nugget mm-hmm. of, of everything because you know sometimes things get in the way. But sure, and um, there's so many. That's the thing with me is there's so many events, especially I mean UFC alone. Yeah, you every, know, almost every weekend. Yeah, and it's like a lot of them are billed as like the biggest card, and then I'm like, well, how the fuck is it always the biggest card? <laughs> But, uh, but I mean, they're, they're stars. They make stars, right? Um, I remember the first time I saw UFC. It was very, very early. And I, I don't remember the fighters. I don't know. This is 90s. There was a big, big black dude and a little itty-bitty dude. Because I don't know if there was weight classes at the time. I was he wearing a white suit? Yes. <clears throat> so it was probably Hoist Gracie and probably uh, Kimu. Okay, yes, Kimu. Uh, that name. Had the, had the, yep. the hair? Yeah. Yeah. And... I was like, what is happening? Because this, like, you know, I was used to boxing as a kid. My dad loved boxing. And usually the guys are fairly close in stature. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, they just throw them out there? And, which I thought was cool as shit. Yeah. And then as a wrestling fan, I know you don't like wrestling, Ken Shamrock, uh, Dan the Beast Severn, guys like that would come to WWE, uh-huh. WWF at the time. And so it would spark my interest. I've fallen in and out of it because, again, there's, just like with you, there's so many things going on. Right. And especially my first passion is basketball, but so I watch and consume and just pay attention to that, right? But um, I would love to learn more about UFC and the fighters because you hear these names, Adesanya, cool cool fucking names, right? Yeah. And fighters that are big, 
Ronda Rousey goes to WWE, you know, right. so it's like Brock Lesnar. Um, I would love to learn more. So, yeah, I'll definitely, uh, once you're ready, I'll be listening and I'll, I'll be able to consume it a little bit easier. It's, it's coming. Yeah. I promise. All right. I know you're on a bit of a, you know, grandma's watching the kids. So this we're, is. We're good. We're good. Okay. Okay. What I want to do is I go through some rapid fire questions. Actually, hold on. Let me get to this first because I, I thought about this. As we were talking, I know you and Angel work together, have worked together, and now you do work together. Do you think at any point, because, you know, people, I've worked with friends. Yeah. And usually it's like, okay, it's cool, but I know you're, you know, you're in the office and he's kind of in the field. But at any point, do you think that could cause friction between the two of you, at, I mean, at work or on the podcast? Like, have you ever battled with that or do you think it could happen? You know, we had the discussion um, before... I uh, I talked him into coming. I begged him for years, yeah, to come over. Um, <clears throat> and I think it was what what he when he pulled the trigger. We had the discussion about what if this gets in the way of this, right? Yeah, I actually am fortunate enough that the position of my I'm in, um, I'm there to help. Mm. I'm not there to discipline, right? Okay. So um, Rare enough as it is, I'm the first call for every employer if they ever need anything. Me and Angel don't talk at work. Yeah. <clears throat> we never talk at work. If I if we do talk at work, it's because I just popped in to just see what he's doing and we shoot the shit. And yeah. It's usually just whatever. But okay. we, we have a very weird relationship. We might shoot two or three texts to each other a day about some fun, funny mean or something we heard on a podcast. Yeah. We don't talk. Got it. And I think that's what is always an interesting conversation. Like, it's not dull, like, yeah, yeah we're bored. You know, it's, it's yeah. we've, we've continued this relationship to where we just keep keep it very minimal and then no whole bar at the podcast, yeah. right? But um, it, I just, we, we just don't talk, right? Okay. Right? And I, and I think that everybody that I work with, as far as, like, my bosses, are on board with the fact that if there was an issue... Yeah. Somebody else can deal with that, right? Okay. Because yeah, at good. the end of the day, I do have friends that work there. And, and not just Angel. I have a couple other friends that work there. And right. uh, we're, a, we're a, uh, a company of family, mm. first and foremost, right? And, and and I'll be honest with you, Angel's not the kind of guy to ever give you any grief or bullshit at work. Yeah. He's the most dedicated guy. Outside of work, he's that yeah. fucking oh, guy. he's a fucking pain in yeah, the yeah, ass, yeah, yeah. dude. He's yeah. such a fucking diva. I know. I, so, can, I can see it. I so, see it. <laughs> but in, inside work, he's all business. <laughs> okay, he busts his ass. And mm -hmm. I know that that would never come up. And if it did, somebody else can deal with that. Yeah. I don't need to deal with that. But again, we just, we just, we just don't talk. Okay. And that probably keeps the podcast very fresh, too, because yes, you guys are catching yes. up on shit. Yes. So, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, I'm going to get into some rapid-fire questions. After that, we're going to play Will Wonder Pod Hurdle, which is where you guess the songs. But first, these rapid-fire questions. I know you've listened to the podcast, but yeah, for absolutely. those who don't know, uh, you can give a one-word answer. You can give context. Some of them are going to be a few more than one word, right? Or you don't have to give context at all to any of them. So first one, very easy. Uh, you have 24 hours to live. What is your last meal? <sighs> a good ribeye. Mm. Good ribeye steak dinner. And what side you got on there? Or is it just the steak? I'm having a steak. I'm going to have some bomb-ass mashed potatoes, mm -hmm. some gravy, and 
Um, yo, I like green bean, my friend. Wow, okay. I dig a green bean. All right, I'm for with God's it. For God's sakes. I mean, yeah. you fucking worked on a farm. You yep. might as well. Yep. I like that <laughs> shit. But yeah, a good-ass steak, medium rare, mm. right? It's got to have some blood to it. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I like that. Uh, let's see. And you may not have an answer to this because I know you're relatively busy. Last show you binge-watched. Uh, I just got done with, um, the boys. Oh, okay. I heard yeah. that's good. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, dude. Yeah. You, I like, you talked about it on the last podcast. I did. Yeah. If, if you, if, if anybody's not watched the boys. Yeah. And I, I'm going to kill you. It's about superheroes. Yeah, yeah. But it is the most adult superhero <laughs> shit you've ever seen. So watch that. But I, I just finished that and uh, Stranger Things. Okay. I finally finished uh, that. The Boys on uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. And then obviously Stranger Things. What did you think about the newest season of Stranger Things? I didn't like it. No? I was built into the other ones. I loved them. This last one was more of a horror movie to me. It was. It wasn't so much like, I, I loved it because of the nostalgia. Yeah. The 80s nostalgia, like the music. I, I, I just <laughs> dug that, dude, and the, the outfits and everything. Right. It gave me a good feeling. This last one, I was like, man, I, I get it, but it was more of like a scary horror movie instead yeah. of like a science fiction thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it very much was. I still liked it. I love that. Yeah, I yeah. love the yeah. series, you yeah. know. The thing that pisses me off about fucking Stranger Things, it ends. We all know how it ends. If you haven't seen it, I won't ruin it. But it ends, and it's a very specific scene. The new fucking ep- uh, season five isn't coming out until 2024. 2027 for all we know. These motherfuckers are going to have AARP all- cards yeah. and they're going to have to be standing in the same position. <laughs> they all have beards, right? Exactly. Yeah. It will be like the new uh, Beverly Hills 90210, exactly. right? The high school students, motherfucker, this guy's 40 Dylan, for God's sakes. Dylan works construction. He's yeah. not a fucking high school student. So. That's funny. My mother-in-law said the same exact thing. It's like, she's like, it's going to be like 90210 with Dylan. I'm like, it will be like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Jazz fan. We know that. Uh, give me your all-time starting five. Uh, as far as jazz fans or like jazz players? Jazz players. Or- so you can pick uh, any player from any era of the Utah jazz. Uh, John Stockton. Okay. The greatest player ever in my mind, mm-hmm. right? And and besides Jordan. We'll, oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're yeah. just talking like from a point guard, a pure point guard, oh, yeah. John Stockton. Um, yo, I dug um, Darren Williams. Mm-hmm. I was a big Darren Williams fan. Okay. Put, the, um, put D. Will at the two. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got, um, everybody would say Carl Malone, right? Yeah. And I think I feed off that because they were such a good duo, right? Yeah. Um, You got Carl at the power forward, so you need your center and you need your small forward or someone that could play small forward. I was always a um, – this is a tough one. This is a tough one because there have been some really good ones. But I would say um, didn't um, – uh, no, because he was a guard. Who are you thinking? I was thinking about um, uh, Daryl Griffith. Mm, you could put him at the three. He'd be a fine small forward. Yeah, but he was kind of small, though. Yeah, but, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Andre Karolinko. AK-47. Was always a it. fucking stud, right? Yeah. Um, back when in, in his prime. Mm-hmm. So I would go AK and then center Mark Eaton. Okay. 
thought you were thought, thought maybe you'd go Rudy. You know what I would have? I would have. Um, it, 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 it's right there. It's pretty okay. even. But uh, maybe it's because just growing up that that was my era of basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really into it that I, I looked up to those guys and they hold a, a special place in my heart. Got right? it. So... Um, but you could, you could put Rudy in there, but okay. fuck Rudy Gobert at this point. So yeah, he's out of here. Fuck him. Yeah. So can I just ask you this? Yeah. Is Donovan gone? <laughs> Bro. Uh, so is I, he the most talked about traded player in the NBA other than fucking, um, well, Durant's talked about, yeah, but he's yeah. not, but he's not right. Cause there's, there's just no chance, right? Yeah. Because what they want for him is just astronomical. What they want for Donovan is Pretty big too. That Rudy Gobert trade really fucked with a lot of things because they right? got a lot of stuff back in it. I don't. Okay, if I'm and I'm obviously not running the Utah Jazz or any NBA organization. If I'm Utah, I'm holding on to him till at least trade deadline. Right. Why? Why wouldn't I? Don't know what the rush is. I think right. you get more from teams when they're in, desperate. in desperation mode, yeah, right. especially a team like the Knicks, who they fucking have to win this year. They have to. Second to third round of the uh, playoffs, they have to do it. Right. And if they don't, a lot of those guys are gone. Right. right? The the management. But with that said, just today, and uh, it was like talks are dead. I, I recorded the intro for the podcast. Boom. Yeah, you see it. They Shams. Turn back tweet. up. Huh? Okay, starting back up. <laughs> and then the fucking Hornets and the, you know, and I'm yep. like, I, can't, I'm, I told, I said in the intro of the last podcast, I'm not going to comment on this anymore until something fucking happens. <laughs> because in my head, I had this whole thing planned out. Yeah, he should stay. They might actually be okay. The Italian dude is fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Beasley can score. Yeah. Vanderbilt is it. I think Vanderbilt is going to be a guy that jazz fans love. Yeah. Right. And then Patrick Beverly, I, I fucking hate him, but he's a dog and he brings something totally different to the jazz. But then you get that fucking report that, oh yeah, they're talking again. Yeah. And it's like, so I don't know. I think he is gone. When he's gone, I don't know. You think Patrick Beverly will ever wear a jazz jersey though? Uh I think he's dedicated to it from everything so? everything he put he puts out there. Like he's here now. Yeah, I, I seen the, yeah. the photo where he's he actually had to capture the mountains. Yeah. Like yeah. I th I th I think he's a kind of guy who will go wherever and play How his How many ass teams off. has he played for? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. There's been a lot. And there's a reason for it, you know, yeah, like yeah. he is the kind of guy that he's like that little dog mm -hmm. that just fucking barks, but will get at <clears throat> some other dogs. But then at a certain point, it's going to bark at a big dog and then just. Yeah. He's like yeah. the Clay Guida of the, of, uh, <laughs> like the NBA. Like if anybody knows who Clay Guida is, uh -huh. like the, the little guy never gave up, scrappy as fuck, mm -hmm. talk shit to everybody, but. When it came to the top, it was just because never get over that. Couldn't get it. Yeah. So anyway, continue. So I wanted to hear your opinion. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. And you know, this we're recording this for everybody listening. Recording this Tuesday, August sixteenth at eight fifteen p.m. So in the event that something changes, you guys will all laugh at what I just thought about the jazz again. I'm not fucking talking about it anymore. All right, let's see here. Where was I? Okay, favorite movie. Rad. Rad. What is that about? I don't, I can't, I'm going to, while you're talking about it, I'm going to pull it up. What, I rad, rad, well, can, can I give you two? Yeah, yeah, can yeah. I give you two? Of course. Rad or um, Bloodsport? Oof, Bloodsport. 
I'm, I love Bloodsport. Rad was like a cult classic back in the 80s. Like it, a BMX? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, as a kid riding around on a BMX, it was about uh, a white trash kid that, uh, <laughs> you know, do you remember Gleaming the Cube with uh, a Christian? Oh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, remember that? It was it was, yeah. one, it was one of those movies, but okay. this movie had Bart Connor. If you know who Bart Connor is back in the day, Olympic, uh, he was an Olympian. Mm, okay. Yep. I'm looking so at him right now. He was now. the bad guy. Okay. But uh, yeah, it was a BMX show, and it was I. I have probably watched that movie two hundred times. Wow. Yeah, that one in Bloodsport. I'll have to watch it. I've never seen Rat. Lori Laughlin. You know what I mean? Yeah, Back in the that day, was, it was her first movie, right there. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I'm with it. There's a you know I, I love a movie called Monster Squad, and I get a lot of shit for it. Monster Monster Squad. Squad. It's '80s. It's a Group of kids that have a monster oh, club. I've watched that. I they have kick watched Wolf that. Wolfman in the yes, Nards. Yes, yes, I have watched that. So I'm feeling this is the same vibe. Yes, obviously Cor- corny as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it just it fed Hits you a spot. back in there. Nostalgic yeah, spot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. I love it. Uh, uh, let's see. Next question. Uh, if you had the beehive all to yourself, all by yourself, who do you think you would do it with? So like Angel's out of the picture, right? He fucking goes to Mexico, finds out he has. Hundred million dollars out there. He's staying there. Let's let's be real. He flies to Mexico. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> they arrest his ass for being a traitor. There you <laughs> or he go. comes up with some monkeypox disease from exactly. some homosexual fucking <laughs> something like that, right? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. yeah anyway, he uh, can't come it, back. It, yeah, so yeah. Anybody, anybody, anybody. So you who fills his shoes? Yeah, anybody. It could be someone uh, famous, someone. Not, you know what I'm saying? What What do you think? Mark Norman. Mm, okay. Mark Norman. Yeah. Comedian. Like um, yeah. Ruthless. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Norman. Okay. Like it. All right, Angel. You heard it. Get the fuck yeah, out of here, Ship bro. out, bud. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up, you're on an island. You get three albums to listen to. Only three. Oh, I love this question. What are they? Um, Incubus Science. Mm. Big Incubus guy. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Incubus Science. Deftones. Um, Around the Fur. Okay. I'm trying to remember which one that is. That's the second album. Okay. And, um... Number three, um, Haste the Day When Everything Falls. Uh, Haste the Day is a, a Christian hardcore band. Oh, okay. Very, very, very Christian hardcore. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's not music everybody can listen to, but as a, a, I was into <clears throat> straight edge music as a kid, hard the hardcore mm, scene. Okay. Obviously, the clothes and everything yeah, I explained yeah, yeah. to you, I was really into hardcore music. But uh, that album changed my life. That one and obviously the other two, but that Incubus Science is is my all my all time favorite favorite okay. album. Perfect, so, great question. I like it. I like it. Um, this may coincide with who you would want to fill Angel's shoes, but it may not. Uh, dream guest for the other side of the Beehive, Joe Rogan. Okay. Yeah, Joe Rogan. How, how do you, do you, do you, have you liked it since he went to Spotify? Like, are yeah. you still yeah. on board as much as you were? I like it. At the same time, it, there's sometimes there's people on there where I'm like, 
ah, I don't really like this person. Not that I don't like the person. It's just like it seems like a lot of the same shit repeated. Right. But, but prior to the Spotify deal, right, it's like people will say it about anybody that gets a lot of money. It's like I liked that shit before. Right. You know, but – I would have fucking taken the money too. <laughs> I think we all. Would There's have, no doubt. Right? <clears throat> I will talk to whoever the fuck for that much money. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 let's be real. Um, the biggest podcaster ever yeah. right now. Like, oh yeah. There's not. There's not yeah. even a second. Right. It's not even close. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Not even close. Um, all right. This is the last question, but it's my favorite question, and it's the one that people generally get judged on. So, uh, you're putting on your dream concert. This is for you, your dream concert. Four acts, dead or alive. It can be any group, any band, any individual artist. Who are the are the four uh, selections and then the order? So opener, second, third, and who closes the show? Um, <clears throat> Haste the day. They're not they're not together anymore. Uh, they've broken up since. That's the opening act. Okay. Um. Seven Dust. Ooh, shit. I haven't thought about Seven Dust. I have seen Seven Dust 20 times, maybe. Mm -hmm. Big Seven Dust fan. Uh, Amazing band from, um, I think they're from uh, Louisiana or uh, Georgia. Georgia. Okay. I think they're from Atlanta, Georgia. Yep, Atlanta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, A great band. Seven Dust, so Haste the Day, Seven Dust. Uh, the Deftones, mm. and then Pantera. <sighs> Pantera, Man. rest in peace, Dimebag and Vinny. Damn. Yeah. The closer. And, and I say that because I, I, had the, I had the pleasure of seeing uh, Pantera and White Zombie at Saltair, and it was the most mind-boggling shit I ever saw in my life. Wow. It was life-changing. White Zombie. Original White Zombie too, not just Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was original, white, like yeah, yeah. um, Astro Creep two thousand. Wow, White Zombie and Pantera. Have you seen Rob Zombie since perform live? Yeah, it was horrible. Was it bad? It was not good. Okay, I haven't seen good. him. I love Rob Zombie. Like uh, his, like you know, uh, uh, was it Hill Hillbilly Deluxe? Yeah. So like Living Dead Girl, Dragula, that shit was like high school for me, yeah. and it was always playing in the fucking weight room. Now I'm talking like Lasextro Sisto. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I remember White Zombie yeah. for sure. I just I, mean, did, I didn't know how it compared his performance then to now. It was the band. It was yeah, yeah, it yeah. was it was what got him where he is. Yep. So, but uh, you know, uh, but Pantera was just something unreal, and I and I don't know if it was just the the energy they fed off the crowd. Mm. And I've never been a huge huge. I've, I've loved Pantera. But after watching that show and looking around going like, oh, my God, what is going on right now? Yeah. It was just a, it was a different vibe. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get into the hurdle. Okay. The Wonder Pod hurdle. But first, I know you're not a big social media guy, but in the event someone wants to follow you or follow the show, mm-hmm. how would they do that? So you can follow the show at the other side of the beehive. Uh, we're everywhere. Instagram, Facebook. YouTube, uh, go to our YouTube channel, give us a subscribe. Let's get past that hundred, right? Yeah. Um, hit the notification bar every Monday. We come out with an episode, right? Uh, on the dot, usually six a.m. Whenever I'm yep. waking up, sitting on the toilet, I load the episode <laughs> up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go subscribe every there. We're 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 everywhere you can get podcasts. Yeah. Spotify, yada yada yada, right? 
Uh, if you're so inclined to follow me, best I mean, Instagram I, name ever. I, Go ahead. I do not post a lot of stuff. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not that guy. But Lord underscore Long Balls. <laughs> if you want to know where it comes from, listen to the other side of the Beehive. Yeah. It's a long story, yeah. but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, at the end of the day, I could qualify as a lord. I'm that English. There you go. Bam. And long ball speaks for itself. So there you go. Uh, Okay, perfect. So we're going to get into this. For those who have never listened to the show and don't know what I'm talking about, so Will Wonder Pod Hurdle. Hurdle is a spinoff of Wordle for those who play Wordle. Uh, Hurdle, though, you you start out with one second of a song. You can go up to five. Generally, for the sake of the show, I go one second. If you can't get it, I go straight to five. What I need from you is title and artist. Mm-hmm. Now, it can't be like, it just has, you know what I mean? If, if, if you say like, uh, I can't think of a song, but like, let's say the song is titled uh, The Water Bottle, and you say water bottle. Yeah, that's fine, right? Okay. Uh, as far as the leaderboards, I want to update everybody to where we're at. So, myself, Dre did it to me, uh, and my friend Damar Jones, we both have 11 out of 15. I was so fucking mad because Dre gave me OMC, uh, How Bizarre. I said it was UMC, How, how bizarre. bizarre. Yeah. How Bizarre. I said UMC. He's like, yeah, it's I don't even OMC. know who that is, but I know the song. Yeah, I was so fucking mad. <laughs> so uh, me and Damar tied at 11. Dre hit 10. Uh, Alonzo and Angel. So Alonzo from the Young OG perspective and then Angel, other side of the beehive, both have nine. Uh, host from the Beans and Rice podcast is tied with uh, Danielle from the What the Hell Are We Doing podcast. They both had eight out of 15. Beans and Rice as a collective, a team, got seven. Uh, but that's not the worst. My buddy Macon from the Macon show got six out of 15. And uh, Yo, I'm here to beat that. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> so I might, I, I want to be the guy that's got the, the lowest record. I'm going to be honest if I, this is not my, this is not my thing, but I, I'm excited to try. Yeah, you're going to do great. Okay. You're going to do great. Let me turn this up. I'm, uh, this isn't one of the songs. I'm just going to make sure that we have the audio. Got some levels, yo. Where it needs to be. Let's see. Okay, perfect. We are there. Okay. <sighs> Song number one. Now I got to pull that back up because I fucking, and I don't edit anything. So people are just going to hear this, me talking. Okay, first song in three, two, Limp Biscuit. Uh, it's break. I'll play the five while you think it through. Is it break stuff? Bam! Break stuff. Limp Biscuit from Significant Other. I remember you saying you were a Limp Biscuit by I have a Limp Biscuit tattoo. Holy shit. We'll keep going. <laughs> No, I won't ever show anybody that. <laughs> hey, well, you said you could edit that shit, right? <laughs> nope. Again, no editing. I don't even know how to do it. Um, just kidding. All right, second song. Here we go. Okay, five seconds. You guys talk about these guys a lot on the pod, so that's why I threw it on. Um, I shouldn't have gave you a hint. I don't give anybody fucking hints. That's my bad. Yeah, I can only go off of uh, the hint and the gibberish in the background. So, and then you kind of threw that at me. I would assume that's the Yin Yang Twins. And is it, um, uh, 
That's not the skeet one, is it? I can't give you any hints. Yeah, I can't I, even I, look I, at I you. I know. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out. Uh, it's the it's the uh, uh, out the window song. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that song, but it sounds similar. This is Salt Shaker. Yep. Shake it like a salt shaker. Shake it like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Yin Yang Twins, Little John and the Side Darn Boys. That's yeah, okay. You're one for two. <laughs> You're one for two, which is solid. Okay, next song. Here we go. Uh, Motley Crue, um, Home Sweet Home. That is correct. Home Sweet Home, Motley Crue. It was funny. So I was playing these for my wife last night. I'm like, this is what I'm going to give Justin. And it got to this and she's like, I don't know what the fuck that is. That's my shit right (laughs) there. See, I told you. All right, so two out of three. Um, I can go the full five. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's Jay Z, and it's um. Oh fuck! Jay Z. I can hear it. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to the there verse here. Start it over again. Thank, thank you, thank you. you. Too kind. Nope. Um, is it Encore? It is. <laughs> Jay-Z Encore. You're three for four right now. And it's only because you didn't know Salt Shaker's the, the title of Salt Shaker. I'm going to turn this down because for some reason it just starts playing even though my volume's down on the phone. All right. Next song. Here we go. Three eleven down. That's right. You like are you three eleven guy? Yeah. Early three eleven. First couple albums. Fire. Homebrew. Oh, get Shit. out of here. Get out of here. Uh, all right. So man, you're killing it. One, two, three, four out of five. Man, if you fucking beat me, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Right now, I haven't beat the lowest guy yet, so that's what I'm, true, that's all, that's that's all I'm going for at this point. All right, next song. Three, two, one. I can go to five. Yeah. No idea. That is G-Unit, 50 Cent, Lloyd Banks, Young Buck. Stunt 101. Yeah, I wouldn't have no. Okay, that's okay. See, you know that though. Uh, all right, next song. Three, two, one. Uh, Kansas, Dust in the Wind. You're my boy, Blue. That's correct. <laughs> one of the best scenes ever in the history <laughs> yeah, of film. Boy, <laughs> Blue. Uh, okay, next up. Three, two, one. Here goes the five. Unfortunately, it's just the same thing on the loop for five seconds. Um, I'm going to say that is uh, 
Girls Gone Wild by Joe Francis. <laughs> it is not, but this drink I'm was, pretty sure I heard that song on the Girls Gone Wild. This drink was consumed on Girls Gone Wild. This is Fireball by Pitbull. Oh, see? You'll know it once you hear... Do you know no, the song? I have no, no idea. No, you'll know it because it gets played at weddings. Hold on. Wait for it. The very... Hold on. We're just going to let it go for a second. Wait for it. Three, two, one. I'm a fireball. No? Nothing? Maybe at Angel's wedding. <laughs> Not my wedding. <laughs> That's, yeah. We were playing Molly Crew. You're, right, you're, right, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Next up. Three, two, one. Corn uh, got the life. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. That's correct. One, two, three, four, five, six out of, let's see, one, two, three, six out of nine. That's fucking great. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Here goes the full five. It's not the Beach Boys. Kokomo, is it? That's your final answer? Yeah. It's not. It's Sade Smooth Operator. My oh, wife actually said the same damn. thing. She's like, that sounds just like Kokomo, but she's like, something's off. Yo, uh, Deftones do a fucking uh, good redo of this. Oh, really? Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't sound anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have to check it out. Okay. You're fine. You still have a lot left. Uh, next up, three, two, one. I know that song. Yeah, yeah. Um, the hard everybody knows this one, but the hard part is the. Here goes the five. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna try and sit here and waste okay. brain cells on trying to guess that. <laughs> This is We Like to Party by the Vanga Boys. Oh, yes. Yeah, I would have. No clue. I've never even yeah. heard of the Vanga Boys. Nobody really has. But, you know, I mean, everyone's heard that. See, at one point, I thought it was, I'm a Barbie girl. Yeah. I almost put that shit on here. No lie. Uh, but I couldn't tell you who that is, though. Yeah, Aqua. It's oh, fine. You, you know what I mean? Uh, all right. Next up. Three, two, one. Uh, Eminem forgot about Dre. Is that your final answer? Uh, I'll play the five while you think about it. So, no, do I have to say who it all is? Just artist and title. Oh, excuse me. It's Dre. It's Dr. Dre. Forgot about Dre. That is correct. Featuring Eminem. Featuring Eminem. I'm glad you... Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm glad you gave me a second chance. (laughs) Let's see. So, forgot about Dre. Got the life. Dust in the wind. Down, Encore, Home Sweet Home, Break Stuff. Why did I just count that out and not fucking count it out? Break Stuff, (laughs) Salt Shaker, Encore, Down, Dust in the Wind, Got the Life, Forgot About Dre. We have seven. We have three more. So, with that said, you can tie Dre and beat Angel if you get the next three. You go three for three here. No pressure whatsoever. No. Thanks. Here you go. Three, two, one. 
Give you the full five while uh, you think it out. The Who. I just can't remember the damn title of the song. It's The Who. Um, I'm just going to take a, a shot in the dark. Um, who are you? <sighs> won't get fooled again. I won't get fooled again. Uh, <clears throat> the Who, though, you're correct. The Who. The way this sounds, too, if you actually listen in your headphones, just the fucking beautifully recorded song. Okay, so now you can tie, Angel. You have two more. I'm going to let you know the last one is always the layup. Oh, yeah. Super easy. This next one, I don't know. My wife actually picked this one for this. I had another song here, and I was like, I don't feel like this should be here. I said, pick another, excuse me, pick another song. This is what my wife picked, so you can thank her. All right. If you don't get it or if you do get it. Three. Two, one. I'm just going to play the full five seconds. I know a lot of songs start just like that. Here you go. I actually gave you an extra second because it wouldn't pause. I would say it's the wedding march on whatever every <laughs> asshole has to walk down the aisle in, right? But I know I've heard that before. It's uh Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> it's a tough one. And if you <clears throat> graduated high school after 99, this was 1000% in whatever slideshow cuz I put it in mine in 04. Really? This is graduation by vitamin C. The song, hold on. Hold on, let me get to the hook. At this point, you were out there traffic controlling and shit. You were not listening well, to I graduated in 99, so yeah. It was. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> wasn't in your slideshow. No, it wasn't in my slideshow. In, 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 in an alternate school, there was no slideshow. <laughs> It was what get you got the, the fuck mail. out of here. What yeah. you got in the mail. <laughs> uh, okay, so now I just want to make sure I get this correct. Make sure my math was correct. Forgot about Dre. Got the I think life. I'm, I think I'm still at seven. Dust in the wind. Down. Encore. Home sweet home. Break stuff. So yes, you are at seven. So now to get eight, you tie with two other people. Danielle from What the Hell Are We Doing? Host from Beans and Rice. And you're going to get it because this is a fucking layup. Say that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, drive by Incubus. There you go. Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Knew you were an Incubus guy. I said, uh, at the end, if he doesn't get any of these other songs, he's going to get this. But Have I had you a ever feeling. seen Incubus? I haven't seen them live. A, f- a fucking amazing band. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, an amazing band. Live. This album was huge. Uh, my Make Yourself album. Sophomore year of high school. So it was like, this was fucking... So this is the one that followed science. Science Mm. before. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. You know, 8 out of 15 isn't bad. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's better than I thought I was going to do. Yeah, you're not as bad as Macon. You're not as bad as Beans and Rice as a fucking collective. So uh, you should be proud of yourself. Yo, they say that's the number one comedy podcast in the state of Utah, right? You just fucking crushed them. Yeah, well. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) I love those guys, by the way. Yeah, good dudes. Good dudes. All right, man. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Again, Other Side of the Beehive, YouTube, 
uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, wherever you get podcasts, you can listen. Thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Hey, it's been a pleasure to not pod with the other side of the beehive. Yeah, the right? other son of a All bitch. Right? So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, thanks again for having me, my friend. For sure. Peace. Yeah. I wonder for this week, we all know we've been living through COVID for what seems like 28 years now, uh, but since 2020, there's also the monkeypox, all kinds of stuff going around. And we always hear CDC recommendations. I wondered, when did the CDC get its start? So this is straight from CDC.gov. On July 1st, 1946, the communicable Disease Center, CDC, opened its doors, occupied one floor of a small building in Atlanta. Its primary mission was simple yet highly challenging, prevent malaria from spreading across the nation. Armed with a budget of only $10 million, which in 46, that seems like a, a decent amount, and fewer than 400 employees, the agency's early challenges included obtaining enough trucks, sprayers, and shovels necessary to wage war against those goddamn mosquitoes. I added that part. Uh... As the organization took root deep in the South, once known for the heart of the malaria zone, CDC founder Dr. Joseph Mountain continued to advocate for public health issues and pushed the CDC to extend its responsibilities to other communicable diseases. He was a visionary public health leader and had high hopes for the small and, at the time, relatively insignificant branch of the public health services. 1947, the CDC made a token payment of $10, yep, that's $10, to Emory University for 15 acres of land on Clifton Road in Atlanta, which now serves as the CDC headquarters. So there you go. That's how they got their start. Pretty crazy. And they bought all that land for a payment of 10 bucks. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to come up on something like that. I don't need, you know, 15 acres. I'll pay. Listen. If anybody out there, any school, wants to let me buy f- four acres, I will easily pay you a hundred bucks. It's a great deal. I know there's been inflation, getting less land for more money than the CDC offered Emory. So let me know. Reach out on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder. You could, you know, reach out to me on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod as well. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with the NFL season preview. I'm very excited for that. Also. Stay tuned for those hoodies. Hoodie season is coming soon, and we are very close to the pre-sale. Designs are done. Rachel did her thing. We're, we're just wait. I can't wait for you all to see them. Don't forget to vote for the Will Wonder Pod as best local podcast on City Weekly's Best of Utah 2022. Again, that link will be in the bio of the podcast description. Of the bio. Goodness gracious, I'm getting all my shit mixed up. Will be in the podcast description. Also, if you are in Utah this fall, please vote out Mike Lee. We're going to make this happen. Hopefully. See y'all next week. Peace. Please subscribe, write, and review. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace out.